0: Welcome to the Kona Edge, where you'll discover what the best triathletes in the world do to give them the edge. It's time to chat some nutrition on this edition of the Kona Edge. I'm Brad Brown. Thanks for joining us. Uh, Let's head back to Dublin in Ireland now. We're joined by Rob Cummins. Rob, welcome back onto the Kona Edge. Hey, Brad. Thanks for having me. Rob, in uh, previous chats, you you've spoken a little bit about how you've trained, particularly around the cycling and, and getting not just your pacing right, but your nutrition right, and how that in turn then affects your pacing. Uh, it's something you've worked particularly hard at as well, and uh, you seem to have quite a good handle on your your nutrition strategy on race though.
1: Yeah, it was again. I was I was quite lucky with the coach that we started off with. Um, he he really believed in teaching us how to race, as opposed to just training us. And I think that's really important differentiation for people showing up really fit on race day. Doesn't really matter if you can't pace yourself and can't get your nutrition right, because there are the two most difficult aspects of Ironman. So you need to practice them in training. So you practice the pacing, like we spoke about on the, the bike sessions. But what we incorporated into that was we practiced the the race day nutrition and he planned it as part of the training session as, as we do now. So it it has to be done at your race pace. There's no point in in doing a five hour easy bike ride and and just rolling around with your mates because that's not what you're going to do on the day. So when you're racing hard, or just racing in Ironman because we're not going particularly hard for for a long time, we're just we're steady. But when you're racing, you're you're riding at a different intensity to your long easy ride with your mates maybe. So you need to practice your nutrition at the intensity that you're going to racing at on race day not harder, not easier but at that intensity because your efficiency is very different a long easy ride I can go out with a bottle of water I can do four or five hours with a handful of dates and a bottle of water and I probably won't drink half of the water when I'm doing an Ironman race pace session three by one hour efforts or three by 45 minute efforts I'll go through food every 30 minutes uh, I'll use energy drink and I'll use energy bars or, or gels and it's the only time I use them in training because I want to practice and I want to see how the body handles them. But you need to practice it. And you can't just do it one year and think it's it's going to apply the next year because your body, your efficiency changes depending on your fitness and how much you're biking or how much you're running or even what you're eating in your day to day life. So every year, about six or eight weeks out from race day, we start to incorporate very specific practice to see how it feels If I eat enough or not enough, and I can actually feel it in my legs now. I feel my legs start to get sore and empty. And again, this is a very unscientific, but I think it's in in my head, I think it's the glycogen stores becoming depleted and the muscles don't have that fuel in them. Whereas when you get the sugar back in five or six or 10 minutes later, the legs start to feel good again. So I can actually feel it in my legs before I feel hungry or anything else or before I start to see it in the pace drop. And I think learning that awareness of what the food is doing to you and how it works, seeing your pace drop, knowing that's food, uh, knowing how much to eat and practicing it and training is is absolutely crucial. But it needs to be treated like a training session. Like if you were doing a, a swim set tomorrow, you'll have a warm up and you'll have a, you know, you'll have your drills and you'll have your main set and you'll have your cool down. You need to practice the nutrition in exactly the same way. You need to go out with a plan and say, okay, the first week we're going to go out and try eating every 40 minutes at race pace. And, and if if I'm really hungry getting off the bike, maybe we'll shorten that to 35 minutes The second week. Or if I'm a little bit sick halfway through, well, then maybe I'll cut that down to three quarters of a portion or half a portion. And it needs to be experimented like that. And everybody is different. So there is no one rule fits all. And what you're reading in the magazines and on the back of those gel packets is rubbish you need to practice it yourself and learn what you need because it's different to what I need and, and everyone's completely different with the nutrition.
0: Absolutely. Rob, as far as biggest lesson you've learned, like the biggest mistake you've made nutrition-wise and what you've learned out of it?
1: Uh, biggest mistake I've made nutrition-wise. Uh, there's one or two, I suppose. The first one was uh, in Ironman UK the first year I, I chased a slot. I was having absolutely the race in my life. I, I think because I was afraid of the distance. I was afraid of racing the distance for the first time, and I did exactly what I was told. So the coach and Ashling had given me a race plan when I could ride easy, or when I had to ride easy, when I was allowed to push on, how long I had to run easy for, and when I could push on. And as I got closer to the race day, I started to, as we all do, panic a little bit, I suppose, and. I came up with the idea that I'd run with two little small bottles of really, really strong energy drink with a really high caffeine content. And I'd used them in training before, and they gave me a savage kick. They were really effective. And I thought, okay, I'm going to run all the way to 30K with these bottles, and I'm going to take them at 25, 28, 30K for the last hour. And they'll give me that big kick to get me to the end. And I was having the race of my life. I got off the bike in – 50th or something and I just ran through I was passing male pros that were 15 years younger than me I was passing the female pros I was passing age groupers I was just having the day in my life I couldn't believe it I'd never had legs like it I'd never experienced anything like it I started off five minute k's I reckon I ran the middle portion of the marathon at about two hour 50 marathon pace I was flying I was absolutely in the best shape in my life and I'd done everything perfectly and I got to 30k and I started to I I only start to feel bad at about 30 K and it was only mild at that stage. I've never had an Ironman since where I felt so good all the way through and everything went so perfectly. And at about 30 K, when I start to feel myself tiring a little bit and starting to get sore, I drank both of these bottles really quickly. And within about four or five minutes, I had a stitch. So it was doing something that I hadn't trained. I hadn't practiced it in training. I just decided I'd do this you know, towards the end of the run and, and and assume it would go well because the drink agreed with me. I'd used it before in training, but I'd never done that, you know, a lot of it all in one go. And instead of getting faster for the last hour, I struggled with a stitch for the last the last ten or twelve K of the run. So I suppose that was probably the the biggest lesson is it doesn't matter if something works for you in one way in training. You need to be very careful how you use it on race day. Like it, at the end of the day, I, I missed a cona slot that day by two two minutes in one place and I was running so fast in the middle portion of that race that it's very conceivable that I lost two minutes because I carried the stitch for the last hour and it didn't go away. So that's probably the stupidest thing. Well, that's just one of the stupid things that I've done. There's been, there's been a few, but I think you need to practice whatever you're going to do nutrition wise and race day and don't panic in, in the lead up to the race and decide you're going to throw in something new just in case you can gain an extra minute or
0: well, Rob, that was fantastic. Thank you so much for sharing uh, that with us here on the Kona Edge. Much appreciated. We look forward to uh, following your progress this season and uh, seeing how you go in the build-up to Kona 2017. Thanks very much, Brad. We hope you enjoyed this episode of the Kona Edge. Nutrition is key to putting in world-class performances. Register now for our upcoming free online nutrition seminar on the KonaEdge.com slash nutritionseminar.